Hello, failures. I'm Tiana, the queen of situationships and relationships gone wrong. Today is the official launch of the He Said, She Said series, where I sit down with ghosts of my past, aka my victims, to have an unscripted, unfiltered rehashing of our relationship from both our points of view. A lot of times, there are three sides to every tale. There's yours, and somewhere in the middle lies the truth. So here's the setup for today's fail. Once upon a time, there was a girl who met a bad boy. He was a tall, tattooed, motorcycle-riding, guitar-playing charmer. He was literally all the fun, until he wasn't. So she cried. In fact, she cried a lot and even went a little crazy because she just could not tame his wild heart. Here is the tale of their real life fail. Buckle up. It's gonna be a ride. Welcome back, failures. We have pretty much the situation, the legend, the nightmare. That's the reason behind this podcast. <laughs> Hello world, I'm here. <laughs> so everyone has already been introduced to the fact that there's someone that exists named MB. MB, that's me. Nervous. He's I'm so not, nervous. I'm not nervous. I have my wine at the ready and I am ready to go. I don't know what we're going to say, but we're going to say it. Let's go. I wish that we had this on video because we're twinning today. <laughs> we actually look like our mom put this together for us to go to the fair. So. <laughs> We are drinking wine copiously while we're doing this, FYI. Go ahead. I want to go back to 2019. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Everyone wants to hear your version. My version. Um, well, I don't know that I have a version, but um, I met Tiana down in San Diego. I was down there doing some other business, and I asked her to meet me for coffee, which she agreed to do in... Uh, Later, I found out she doesn't drink coffee, but she came, which was cool, with her big sunglasses, which is pretty cool. And we met for coffee and hung out for a bit, and uh, we kind of hit it off. It was cool. She thought I was ridiculous out the gate, which is true. And uh, I thought she was cool. We hung out for a bit, and then we decided, hey, she asked me if I'd have ever been to the gas lamp to go have a drink. And I really hadn't. So I said, yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do it. And spontaneously, that's where we ended up, and... That's where our road began in the gas lamp in the psycho volcano rabbit volcano rabbit. rabbit. Yeah, yes. sadly, rest in peace. Yes, I'll, yeah, rip I hear. So yeah, so when I invited my assistant, yeah, that was fun. What was your take on that? She was from the same neck of the woods as me. She's from New England, so I was like, hey, the more the merrier. You said she was she was kind of fun and cool, so she popped in and. We were sitting there having drinks. We had a lot of drinks. Holy cow. I didn't really drink, but I drank them all. And uh, all of a sudden, her friend came in like she was shot out of a cannon. (laughs) And they were looking at me like I was from outer space, which I kind of am. So all of a sudden, we're at the table. We're having drinks. Next thing I know, they get up and run out the door. And I'm like, hey, this is what happens to me on most dates. Not usually two running out the door, but sometimes. So I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I'll get the check. It's all cool. And evidently some rickshaw bike guy went flying by who Tiana knows somehow, I don't know how, but somehow she knows him and she went chasing him down the street. And then her friend Allison went chasing after her down the street. And I was like, well, that's a wrap. And then like, I don't know, six hours later, they came back. 
or 20 minutes. And uh, you did. And I'm like, I said, what the hell is that all about? And you're like, oh, that guy, that guy's the greatest. I want to go say hello. And I'm like, okay, cool. And that's what I remember about that. And then we went to some other place that was packed. They were watching, what were they watching? They were watching The Bachelor. I told you, because it was a Monday night. And I said, I have to go watch The Bachelor. This needs to end. And you're like, oh, I'll come with you. Yeah, I hate myself for that. I've never seen the show. And now I have seen it. And oh my God, I'm good. But anyway, we went to some other library looking lounge bar and watched The Bachelor with a bunch of questionable men. And uh, (laughs) I was... Yes, I was there for sure. And uh, anyway, Tiana, from there, what happened? Yeah, from there, spent the night because you were drunk. At the bar? Yes, I was so drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. We had to make sure you didn't want to drink and drive, drive. for sure. (laughs) You were very gracious. Let Mm -hmm. me sleep in the tub. Thank you. But, um, so that was question. our first date. Yeah, yes. first, that was our first date. That was our first date. It was, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we've never even talked about this. There was like a specific reason why I brought Allison onto the date. Was she to run interference? I don't know why. To, to make sure I wasn't a serial killer? What? No, but you guys were talking about freaking like Boston Strangler. I don't know who the person is. The ice pit killer, I think. Oh, we were talking about the um, uh, Whitey Bulger and John the Rifleman Fleming. Because she yeah. was from the same part of town as me. And if you're from there, you know about that stuff. So yeah, we were we were Southie old schooling it, and Deanna was looking at us like we were from outer space. Yeah, because I literally got to a place and dinner, like everything was great. Coffee, even though I had tea, like great conversation. I was like, oh, he's intriguing. Went to dinner. I was like, oh, he's charming. And then you brought up a subject that I just like rolled my eyes back into my head and was like. I, must I will have told never you. talk to him after this night ever again. Do not blame me. That's a family tradition. That's a story my father told me when I was a little older, when I was at the casino with him about a little story that happened. No, no, no. no? This is you telling me about your personal preferences. In, oh, in, yeah. We moved on to that. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I like to be honest and upfront from the yeah, get-go. You just were like... I don't do the lockdown business. I don't do exclusive. I Wouldn't you rather know that up front than down the road? In theory, but with ha- what happened between us, it didn't even matter. <laughs> so, no. Because then I like put you in this little box. I'm never going to see him after tonight. That's the box I normally get in. Yeah. So might as well have Allison come and we can go watch The Bachelorette together. That's what happened. Yeah. Okay. So she showed up and then you came with us. And then the more I drank, the more I was like, I'll probably hang out with them again. Yes, that happened. But then it wasn't that far into it that we were hanging out. You Uh-oh. changed the rules. I did. Yeah. That. Yeah, I was not so good. Um, I don't quite. Because I, I, sure- let's just make one thing clear first. Yes. I was seeing someone else you were. before I met you. You were. And you were like, you spent like two or so weeks trying to convince me that like, I don't like him. I don't know that I did that. Yes. You were like, he's boring. He will never, he'll never challenge you. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you have me tying you to a train track up in the Canadian Rockies. (laughs) It was not that. You had told me about this gentleman that. It was, you liked him and it was cool, but it was a little staid and it was a little um, not exciting enough for you, but it was comfortable for you. And I said, you should never go to comfort. You should go to what you actually want and what your heart desires. And if it's not that, don't settle for comfort over what you really want. That's what I told you. Yeah, but I said he was taking me on like romantic dates and like they were like 
like dreamy dates and then you did you yeah did, you did tell and me then that. you wrote something about a boat or something yeah. yeah then you took me to a restaurant okay and see you play these little charming games and i don't know if you realize i think you did realize what you're doing because like we pull up to the valet the guy gets out and you're like oh I've got it. Don't worry. You were like literally calling me your wife to him. And they were like, whatever my wife wants tonight, she can have. I was not. Yes, you did. No, I yes, did you did. Ow. Yes, you did. Because okay. I was like, he is like such like this game player since we were on this point at this path of like, I don't do exclusivity and blah, blah, blah. Then we're sitting there at dinner and like drinking wine. And you were like, I think that you should break up with him. And I said, why? And you're like, because, like, let's just do this. I do remember that. And I said, you said you don't like exclusivity. And you're like, I'm going to try it. Uh, that, you know, that is true. That is what I said. You know, thinking back on this, and, and believe you me, it is definitely zero Tiana one for sure, because uh, I should have been way more. I was very into it. Obviously, I still am. But I was very into you. Um but I should have been more protective of your heart and of saying those things. Not that I didn't mean them when I said them, but I know who I am. And I know that uh, even though in the moment, although I did want that and think that, that it's not compatible with where I am, where I was then and probably where I am now. But that was a failure on my part because I definitely should have been more cognizant of don't say in the moment what you feel feel if it's not going to be exactly how your actions are going to be later. So that was, that was a failure on my part for sure. But I drilled you at dinner. Cause I you drill me every dinner. <laughs> <laughs> every waitress comes over and looks at me like I'm about to be executed for sure. Whatever. I'm wearing a helmet. Look at my motorcycle. Joy helmet. to be around. Oh my goodness. Um, but no, I, cause I really questioned it because you made it very clear of what you preferred in your lifestyle. And when it came to women, don't chug it. <laughs> He's literally chugging the bottle of wine. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. So things were okay for like a week or two. And then legitimately out of nowhere, Uh-oh. flipping it back to being, I only do open and, and I told you, I would have been fine with how it was. Like I would have been fine with having everything fun, but you changed it and that's what dropped my guards. And then that's what I feel like screwed me over because I was like, now I have to see him differently because we're doing this like exclusive thing. Like we're doing this thing and it's real now versus you just were like the crazy, ridiculous man that I hung out with. For sure. Yeah. We went and had a dinner. We went and had a brunch. We didn't have a dinner. We had a brunch. Cause I was so mad at you and I had stopped talking to you after you flipped the switch and you wanted to go do your like, yes, screw every woman. <laughs> Let's not get yeah. crazy. Come on now, please. Every woman that's like older than my mother. That's what, what are I you really talking about? With. No. They're like the same age as my mom. I stopped them. Oh, you're out of your mind. No, <sighs> please. Okay. Maybe, but no, not really. That's not how it was. Maybe a little, but not yeah, really. Yeah. So we went to brunch because finally... Was this a Salt Creek brunch? Yeah, because I did not know. I had planned, no plans on talking to you. We decided. Whatever. I was told I was in a box. Yeah, you were in a box of like, kick him to the curb and never speak of him again. Yes. Like. Yes, I was. I was in that box. <laughs> so then we went to brunch. We did. 
it's like literally just this random brunch that we went to and he is dressed to the nines. <laughs> I'm always dressed to the nines. No, this is like... I had on my best sweatpants. Come on. No, you were like blinged out. Like, seriously, everyone thinks I'm bougie. Like, he is my competition. <laughs> I am the male version of Tiana, for sure. For being an ex-combat Marine and a biker, yeah, you wouldn't know it to look at me. But anyway. Yeah. You came in and seriously, like, you, it was the greatest thing because you sat there across from me and you kind of you're sitting now i've never been more took more fire in the whole my whole time in the infantry in the marine corps i never took more fire than that day and that waitress kept coming over and looking at me like i was a dog getting hit she was like she was into it she was like on team tiana for sure but she kept coming over and look at me so so ruefully like oh. but i think she's also annoyed that we got the bottomless mimosas because that meant she had to come back and talk yeah to we her. never left it was like it was an it was like a machine gun fire for i sure. think we were there for like two hours at least, at least, at yeah. least two hours for mm-hmm. sure. But you like took it like a champ. I had to. You ate crow. I had to. <laughs> when I was wrong, I'm wrong, and I know when I'm wrong. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to admit that. And I, uh, and you're really cool, and you've always been really cool to me, no matter what. And um, I shouldn't have pushed forward that quickly when I wasn't sure that was it. I didn't know that at the time, but then I did, and it was not the right thing to do. And and I realized that, and I told you that. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, there's, there's no excuse for any of, any of that other than I didn't do it with any malice. I did it because I really liked you and I really wanted to pursue that with you. And then from being someone who had been in a relationship before and then finally had not been in a relationship, what I wanted to be was just, you know, not, it, you know, just be able to be free to do whatever. And I should have stuck with that, but instead I kind of fell for Tiana as well and probably pushed that too fast, too far. And then I had to, uh, I had to come to reckoning with what that was. Well, cause we had a lot of fun when we first met, like legitimately. I had a lot of fun the whole time. I, well, I didn't the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, it wasn't so fun getting beat up over at the Salt Creek Grill. But I literally was on an adventure with someone and I called you to figure out how to get out of it. I vaguely remember that. What was, tell me that story. I was out with the football player. Oh, the the Super Bowl guy. Yeah, and I was like, "Yes, I don't want to be here anymore. How do I get out?" Yeah, you could. Like yeah, I was. I, I was on my way. I remember I was on my way to uh, Napa to buy a guitar collection, and I'm talking. It's like three in the morning. I'm driving the Sprinter van there. Yeah, because I knew that you were going to Napa. Yeah, and she calls me. It's like two in the morning. She goes, "I'm here. I want to chew my arm off. I want to get out of here. What do I do? How do I get out of here?" And I'm just like, "Just get up and leave. You don't owe that guy nothing. Just go." She's like, I, I don't know what to do. I said, I know what to do. Just get up and go. Just get your stuff and go. Don't worry about any of this accessories. Just get out the door. But yeah, I remember that. But at the point, at that point, see, we had like a fun thing because you I could knew, tell me that it was. Fine. I could tell you that, but then I knew that like in a couple of days I was going to be hanging out with you again, and it was totally like it was totally cool. Fun. That's yeah. where I should have kept it. That's what I should have kept yeah. it for sure. In. Uh, and anyway, yes. Yeah. So then after Salt, we're at Salt Creek Grill. Find out he's going to Texas. I end up going to Texas with him. Tiana was such a superstar. So I'll, I'll set this up. Yeah, let me let me okay. give this. And that's why I have eternal gratitude. Tiana can call me from, the, from a gulag in Russia and I will come get her out of the fucking thing. Because I'm going to, I'm supposed to be going to uh, Texas for surgery in... 
I'm gonna. I was supposed to have someone go with me, and this person ended up not going with me. And I think it's no big deal. I said, I'll just go take care of it, whatever. And I told Tiana, I said, Yeah, I'm flying into Houston. I got to go do some stuff. She said, You're not going by yourself. And I'm like, Oh yeah, it's no big deal. I'll go. It's cool. And she said, Absolutely not. And she was not so happy with me at the moment. And I flew myself in and she jumped on a plane in San Diego. She flew herself by herself to Houston. Well, let's like, like make it clear. He paid for my ticket. I didn't do that. Of course I paid. Oh, no, no, no. Of course I paid for her ticket if she was going to go. But she took care of me the whole time. I ended up almost dying from the surgery. I almost, multiple times. Multiple times. I almost bled out. They didn't let me out of the hospital. They had the priest with me the whole shooting match. And who was there? But Tiana was sitting in the corner looking at me like I was ridiculous as fuck. And I was, and I was undelighted. I was out of my mind. And then finally, they kept me an extra week. She stayed the whole time. And then we went back to the hotel, and she took care of me. She she was a superstar for sure, better than I deserved and better than I should have had. And uh, I'll be forever grateful for that. For and it sure. wasn't like I just had to hang out at the hotel because, or at the hospital with you because I literally have friends there. For sure. Yeah. So like when, you were, when he was in surgery, I would have breakfast with my girlfriend. And like, but I always made sure like once you're out of surgery, I was there. So when you were in recovery, I would be there. Anytime I opened my eyes, you were there. For sure. And then I lost my fucking damn mind while you're in the hospital after surgery number two. Yeah, they had to do a revision to me and I almost croaked the second time. That was a bad time in Houston for sure. Yeah, but that's not what it was. It was because you literally gave me your phone. Because you were worried this time. Your phone went into the locker the first time. The second time, you handed me your phone and you were like, in case you need to get a hold of my daughter. Like, let her know if I don't make it. For sure. And I was like, you're going to make it. And you're like, no, in case I Just don't. Just in case. They got yeah. a priest in here. They got him here for a reason. <laughs> yeah. And so he finds out he has some like weird, rare bleeding disorder. And so he's like bleeding out, out like, of my head. It's this crazy rare disorder that like one in a gazillion people have that you cannot clot. So no matter what happens, they're pouring blood into me and blood is pouring out of me. It's not pretty. For no, sure. Oh my gosh. It was like a, a murder, like, like <laughs> not even just a murder of one person. It was like it was a like, mass murder. It was like Charles Manson got a million of his brothers together and they all went out with an ice pick. It was I insanity. But he, he like stood up at one point to like, they're walking into the bathroom and he is pouring blood out of him. And I, he's like, everything look good? I'm like, it's great. And then, like, he's in the bathroom because they're cleaning him up. And I, like, run out there. And I'm like, he's dying. <laughs> like, it looked like we were addressing a deer in there. It was insane. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. But. But, no. So, I lost my damn mind because. And I actually just showed you recently. You never knew this. As I'm sitting in the recliner doing my work from the hospital bed, he had to be elevated. So, he's sitting up. And so I'm now behind him technically, even though I'm sitting right next to him. And like, while you were in surgery, his phone is blowing up by like two women. Cause you put their names like plain as day, their first and last name. So I was able to stalk them on social media and figure out who the fuck these people are. And they're like, baby, this baby, that honey, this honey, that I'm so worried. And I literally want to be like, fuck you. I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. here. Don't, you don't get to be worried while you're like out. 
And then I'm stalking one of their social media and she's like in Miami golfing. And she's like, I'm so worried about you. Like taking like slutty photos. I'm like, no, you're not. You're not the one that's sitting here worried that she has to call her, his daughter. Like, are you joking me? Fuck you. And then, so then as he's in recovery and he's texting, I literally open up the camera on my phone zoom in and starts taking photos of his text conversations because I was like I gotta figure out if I need to like never talk to this fool ever again or like I'm sure I don't know deal with my heart I don't know what I was texting but I'm sure it was not anything other than I'm I'm alive I'm sure that's all it was I have a clotting disorder and maybe I'm so worried Maybe someone said that to me. I certainly didn't say that to them. I couldn't even know where the hell I was. I was just like, I'm alive. That's most of my text. Yeah. But no, she's absolutely right. She was there for the whole thing. I know. Because then, then we go back to the hotel. He's getting massages. Oh, they weren't, they weren't good massages. <laughs> this lady was from the Nazi camp. She was killing me. He's getting massages in the hotel. And then he's complaining because they had to put him in garments like to compress because he was so swollen. And he, he was like, these freaking smell. And I can't believe I have to go on the airplane. The hotel, like, we need to leave the next day. It's like a hurricane out. So, like, everything, like, closed early. There's no laundry for the hotel. And I literally, in the bathtub. Yes, you did. I went down to a convenience store, got so, like, like laundry detergent, hand-washed his stupid shit, and then blow-dried it. So it was ready to go in the morning. So the Vatican just called and they are canonizing her today. <laughs> and she will be promoted to glory tomorrow. Absolutely. She did all of that for me. And uh, this totally took care of me when I had nobody to take care of me. And uh, I'll forever be grateful for that. And for her to show up and do that, she didn't to fly in there and take care of me. It was not easy duty. It wasn't, no, it like, wasn't. She was, it wasn't like she was partying when we weren't around. I mean, the first day when we got there, it was insanity. Yeah. But... She didn't need to be there. She was there for me, and I'll never forget that she was there for me. And uh, um, but I think you forgot the next day I when, did we, not when we got back into California. Why did you say that? Because the hey baby girl was at your house the next day to grab her shit. Not to grab her shit because I had told you I had meetings, and then I was like, I will. I'll come finish taking care of you because you still have a few things you need to do. And I'm in Orange County in meetings. I call you, and you were like, Oh yeah, my friend's here. It's great. Like. If you want to come over, like dinner will be ready. Like you can have some dinner with us. Well, it was way we hold. So then hold I show up it wasn't and I find like that. out it wasn't who it was. Yes, it was. I kicked her out because she literally went to Costco, took my card, didn't even buy me shit. She literally bought herself shit, and then she was like, "Because I did this for you today, you owe me a Gucci purse." So that's not really how it went at all um this one chick who had some stuff there i said you can come get it mm-hmm. and she wanted to go do some shopping for me and i'm like look and that's why i told tiana tiana please come over and i that girl was out and it was nothing going on with her for sure and uh i mean mind you i have failings in this whole thing for sure but um <laughs> tiana came that girl left and she was not there to take care of me. She was not there as my date. She brought over the stuff to me. I didn't ask her to bring it to me. Um, and I told her to leave. So that's how it went. But, yeah. But I'm not a hero in any of this, for sure. Tiana took care of me. She was very, very good to me. She's I'm not trying to villainize you. I'm just trying to make it clear why people understand I went crazy for a no, lot of months. No, which mind you, all that said, we had a great connection. We had a great time. I think we treated each other pretty well. Yeah, but I was like... 
fine hanging. I would know I was even fine hanging out with you. I was fine just not talking to you anymore and going on with my life and like trying to repair it with the guy that you thought was boring. We went to Houston. He lost his mind that I was going to Houston with you. And I told you that because you're like, how is he? And I was like, he's pissed off that I'm here. It's yeah. oh, like, yes. and he ended up ending it with me while I was there. That is true. Then I had this dilemma of like, I have more feelings for you than I think that I was aware of. Then we come back. I'm like, just felt like I'm getting hurt. Like I literally just went through this huge life thing with you. And then I'm dealing with like now these women, you had after, after you start getting better, after you decide to rip out your tubes, your drainage tubes I was on your it. own. I was yeah. So you it. could go ride your motorcycle. I'm not that smart. That's for sure. <laughs> No, actually, no, it wasn't because we went to Beverly. We went to Malibu. You had a, you were selling a guitar, and yes. we went to Malibu. We went to Beverly Hills. We went to some like restaurant that or breakfast place that you love, like I the do. whole Riddle Cafe. Yeah, yeah. We went there that day. I was like, shit, I really like him more than I realized I like him. Like you just were adorable that day, and I think because you just be normal, you were trying to be like ridiculous. Because like sometimes you have really good stories that are I remember that we were driving genuine yes. stories they yes. aren't these like crazy like outlaw motorcycle club like I live fast and furious and like bougie as shit like you just were being like super genuine and I was like uh this guy what the fuck am I supposed to do now and then you messaged me that you were like so I saw on the tv that the bachelor because when you were recovering in the hotel after surgery we started watching the bachelorette we only started watching the bachelorette because that was your favorite show and you asked to watch it and i was well, like we had started the season we and did like yeah no no we did and god i ride with a one percent club man i can't let them know i'm watching the fucking bachelor but yes we did we watched the bachelor together and i was i couldn't believe how effeminate the men were but we did but watch you it thought it was funny and then you, you enjoyed like, it. Yeah. And but I told you that bachelor in paradise is even better. And you were like, Hey, I just saw a bachelor in paradise. You want to watch it. So then I came over and then that became that whole fucking season of bachelor in paradise became like our thing. Like it was, was awesome. You would come over and watch it. We didn't yeah. make me cookies. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was and, but it awesome. also sucked because during that time period, yes. Like we weren't doing anything crazy. We weren't going out on like crazy dates, like the way it had been. You were coming to my house and we were making cookies and we were watching the fucking Bachelor. And yeah, we were just drinking wine. And then like you would text me and be like, "Look at I got your rosé." It was just completely different how you were acting, and it was more relationship than just good times and like messing around with life type of a thing. And that literally, then literally. You annoying shit. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I was at a work event at a baseball game, and you you said something. To, oh, I po I know. I posted a couple from The Bachelorette or the, from The Bachelor in Paradise that you thought shouldn't be together because you're like she wants something more than this guy. And it was literally the meme was her hugging him but looking off into the distance. And it's like when you can't think about the person that with like commitment issues while you have like the person who's ready to commit to you in your arms, and then you're like. Was that directed at me? And I was like, if the shoe fits. And then you literally said, I know, I love you too. And then I was like, I hate him. Like, why would he say that? Because now it just changed everything again for me. And then we had to keep having these stupid talks where we'd come over, we'd watch Bachelor. And then I'm sitting there being like, begging you, like, pick me, choose me. Like, and you wouldn't because you had like five other girls you're juggling. 
I don't know that I had five other girls I was juggling, but you I had do, three other girls. I do have issues with that for sure. Yeah, for sure. And mind you, it's it's it, it's not a good reflection on me because literally sure. once a week I was sending you like huge long text messages, being like, "I can't do this anymore. Like this hurts too much. Like I love being with you, but then." I leave and I know you're going to be with someone else and it kills me. Well, I will say this in my defense. And mind you, it's indefensible. But I will say this in my defense. And and to anyone who's listened to this, Tiana's awesome. She was always awesome to me. And she was, uh, uh, if there's any winner and loser in this, I'm the loser because she was very, very good to me. Um, But as far as the, you know, I, I, I tried to be upfront with everything. I never... Went out of my. I, I didn't do the whole thing. I, I do my best not to do the whole thing to make you believe I'm doing one thing and then I do something else when you're not looking. That's the worst to me. I try to be upfront about everything with everybody, and I don't always make friends doing that. But I try to be honest and I don't tell you it's one way and then when you're not looking, it's another way. That's one thing I do not do. And sometimes I'm abrasive, and sometimes people don't like that, but they always know where I stand. And Maybe I wear that as a badge, but it's it's not a badge. It's it's probably a failing of mine. But I try to be honest in all my dealings, and, and I don't tell someone you're the only one or I'm exclusive with you. No, because you would tell me about them. Well, I, I tried to be honest with you. I know. I I'm just saying, like, you weren't hiding it. You were like... I, I tried to be honest with you because I didn't want you to think that I'm hiding something from you because yeah. I never wanted to hide anything from you. No, you didn't. And that's what, honestly, so, like, out of everyone you would think that, like, my best friend would hate him, she loves him to this day because she's like, I more people need to be as honest and open as he is. And she's like, because he knows it's probably going to hurt you, but he's still going to be honest. Well, I, I don't want you – I don't want to act like I'm selling you a bill of goods like a used car salesman and, and really I'm doing something else. You may love me. You may hate me. You may think I'm great. You may think I'm fun. You may think – He's not for me, but you'll never not know where I stand. And, and I try to do all my dealings that way. I, I have my flaws for sure. I have more flaws than pretty much anyone I know. But it's up front. You'll know what they are when you're dealing with me. And that's how I try to do it. And I'm not perfect. God knows I'm, I'm so far from perfect. It's insane. But I try to let you know who I am and what my failings are and, and what my intentions are. And then you can either take it or leave it. But Tiana was nothing but good to me. And I can't say anything that she did that was that was not good to me. So um, You knew when I was mad because I would come and kind of sit how we're sitting right now. For sure. Yeah. He would sit on the couch and I would refuse to sit next to him. I would sit in an accent chair you would across do that. with him. You would I'd cross do that. my legs, cross my arms, and I would just stare at him. And then he'd be he'd grab his guitar because <laughs> that's his security blanket. For sure. And he'd start playing. And then he'd be like, he told me one night when I was like going off on a thing, he's like, well, I wrote you a song. I did, actually. You never finished it. No, no. I'm not good at finishing songs. But I think like the one thing that I like always, I really honestly thought I would never talk to you again for two reasons. The last conversation that we had at your house, when I like, I basically did give you an ultimatum. I tried to turn it around and be like, okay, fine. Like, this is what I want. If you can't give me this, then like, I'm literally going to put you into this box that I've like warned you and I will never speak to you again. And you literally told me you couldn't do it. So I got up and I walked away. And as I'm walking down the hallway, I just was like, 
he's not gonna let me walk away. He's not gonna let me walk away. And then I got to the elevator. I pushed the button and I was like, he's not gonna let me get in the elevator. I like got to the elevator. I was like, he's not gonna let me get down to the bottom. I got to the bottom thinking like, Hey, I like got into my car. I like waited for like probably five minutes. Cause I was like, he's gonna come out here. He's not gonna let, and I was like, all right, that's it. Like it's, I'm gonna have to put him in that box. And like, I'm gonna have to like fully walk away because he let me walk away. And then I still like couldn't because I still like would stalk you on like Instagram. Literally a couple weeks later, you had a joint Instagram account. I did? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We ended in October. I was at a concert at the beginning of November. I was with Allison and Christina and I was telling you about the, I was like, you want to go into business together? I was like, that's a great idea that only you would appreciate. And I told you what I thought would be a great idea. And then you were like, I love it, but I can't because I have a girlfriend now. And then I was like, what the fuck? And then I looked. <laughs> I immediately looked on social media, and there it was. It was a joint Instagram account, and I was like, I hate him so much. I'm not good at social media. I'm sure I didn't set that up, but I'm sure that that did happen. In, uh, you knew it happened. I know. You were aware of the account. Uh, I'm aware. I hate social media, God. Um... Yeah, I have nothing to say there. <laughs> Other than Tiana was nothing but good to me, for sure. For sure. And I realized that. I always realized that. I always kept that in the back in my back pocket that no matter what happens, if she never talked to me again or or, or whatever, um, she was one of the really good people in my life that came into my life. And uh, it would always be a disappointment to me. It's funny. Later on, I remember she called me one night. This is after... Uh, after we had split up, um, but she had a, an issue that went on. I won't say what the issue was, but she had an issue. And she called me in the middle of the night. And I told her, you can always call me 911 and I will come no matter where you are, what you need. I will come take care of you. And she had an issue and I was trying to take care of it. And uh, I, I think I helped her a little bit. But um, she she's done so much for me and I really have not done so much for her. And uh, anyway, she's one of the good people in my life. And, and I realized that. I've always realized that. She's never treated me anything but kindly. And, uh, and I'll always cherish that. Whether she puts me in the box or doesn't put me in the box or whatever that looks like, um, I, I know who my friends are. And she is definitely a friend of mine, whether she knows it or not. Well, I appreciate that. For sure. Like, I honestly thought I was going to hate you. <laughs> you told me that. You said I would be in the box forever. I, yeah, I honestly, like when I, uh, cause I was like dating crazy leading up to you. Like mm -hmm. I was you in a younger I female version. Come on now. Not that much younger. <laughs> Come on. Come on now. I look much younger than I am. Yeah. I, look, I look like I'm 70 at least. So. Oh my God. Sure. People are going to believe it. Cause I always joke that I'm like Anna Nicole Smith my life. They're like, I knew it. She likes old men. I'm not at all. Well, I'm still in my 40s, kind of, hanging yeah. on by a fucking thread. But I don't like Yeah, you're still in your 40s. You're still young. Yeesh. Not really. But anyway. You yeah. live like you're young. I do. Because <laughs> I know I'm not going to make it too far. Oh, God. But, um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the whole thing and the whole way it went, um, whoever, whoever Tiana ends up with, um, and I'm certainly happy that she came back into my life that, you know, we just happened to text randomly. She, she messaged me on 
Instagram, Facebook, whatever it was. And I said, hey, cool. It's great to hear from you. I'd like to talk to you again. And whatever happens with her, whoever, wherever it happens, she's, she's a very good person. And, uh, and I wish her that everything is going to be cool for her because how could it not be? She's this cool. Thanks. Yeah. But you're the one that like snowballed this podcast. Sorry. I'm amused. What can I tell you? <laughs> you are. <laughs> how does it feel? Yeesh. <laughs> uh, I guess so. I guess so. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I wanted you to be able to share your side because I have a lot of funny stories from our adventures. I think we had a great time. I think that I probably, I probably should up until a point. I think we had a wonderful time. I think it was fun as fuck. I think we, we did a lot of cool shit. I think it was really fun. I think I kind of, for a moment I decided I kind of fell head over heels and made a judgment that I shouldn't have made because I wasn't ready to make it. And I was not protective of your heart and I should have been. And that's my failing for sure. Because if someone tells you they love you, you're going to believe them, especially if you're into them. And not that I didn't believe that when I said that, but, but I'm not the best guy. I'm not the smartest guy. I'm I'm not. Shut up. You're so smart. I go with, I go with my feelings, but I now have realized because of Tiana, do not say anything unless you are a hundred percent committed to saying it because People will believe you if you say it. And, and I believed it when I said it. And then I realized, what am I, What are you doing? And I don't want to hurt people. I certainly don't want to hurt someone as good to me as Tiana is because Tiana has been wonderful to me in, in every aspect of everything we've ever done. So um, I've learned to definitely kind of pull it back a little bit and, uh, and be respectful of other people's feelings for sure because I don't want to hurt anybody. I've never wanted to hurt anybody. And uh, I just want to have... I want to have good energy. I want to have good, good friends. And I certainly don't want to create any drama for anybody. So, um, so that's that. She's taught me a lot. She's taught me a lot. And I don't know how to date. I didn't know how to date. I was married for a long time when I was young and I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, for sure. (laughs) Not that I don't have a lot of at bats, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) And I'm doing the best that I can. And anyway, she was wonderful to be in my life, and I'm so glad that she's back here now. Whatever that means, maybe it just means going to Salt Creek Grill and getting beat over the head. Maybe it means being on this podcast. I don't know, but I'm just glad that she's here and uh, that if I can do anything to make amends for anything that I did to her that was not, a, you know, that was not something that she thought was good, I, I want to do that because she was nothing but good to me. So, as another little side note, yeah. Why do you think I'm single? Like, why do you think that, like, I'm You're too strong for most people. Um, I'm a very strong alpha kind of guy. I get you. I understand who you are. You don't threaten me. I think you're fucking cool. Most men will be intimidated by you. You're too powerful. Most men are not powerful, but they want to project that they are. And I think that they would be intimidated by you. You're, you're very pretty. You're very alpha for a female. You're very feminine. Don't get me wrong. You're a total girly girl, but most men would not be able to be able to harness the energy that you put forth because one, you're articulate, one, you're smart, one, you can, you're verbose and you, you're, you can speak your mind. You're not afraid to tell people what you think. You're not going to just say something because you think that's what they want to hear. And most people who are not strong can't handle that. Or if they don't have their own opinions, they can't handle that. And if men are not secure in themselves, they can't handle that. That's one of the things that was very endearing to me about you because I love the banter that we have with you. I'm, when I'm not, 
six bottles in the pot day one or we I'm a little articulate and, and I love the conversation that we have and she would check me at all times. She would say she she would check my ass at all times and I very much respected that and liked it. So that's why I think I think that you're probably you need to find some you need someone who's very strong and yeah. that can handle your your intelligence and in, in, in your satire because most people cannot. They're just not strong enough. My favorite was the last time we hung out, we were like catching up a little bit. And I, I don't even know what I said to you, but I know it was like sarcastic and trying to put you in your place. And you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are. I'm a pretty big dude. I'm 6'4", 260. I'm covered in tattoos. I'm pretty muscular. And uh, most people are afraid. They don't talk to me like that. And she gives no fucks. She will <laughs> fucking call me out on anything. And it's so refreshing um, because most people will not do that. So anyway, that's, yeah. but I think that's probably the reason. You, you need to find someone who's pretty strong to be able to tolerate your shit so basically i'm gonna be single forever cool i don't think so uh, whatever you keep being you and Mm. it is what it is i'm gonna join the nunnery there you go hey sweet let me (laughs) know where it is i'll come by perfect (laughs) send pics (laughs) (laughs) they won't let you on the property you'll burn (laughs) not the first time it's fine all right thanks mv Tiana, you're a gem. Thank you so much, and uh, I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. Well, thanks for being the muse for my podcast. And with that, stay safe, stay smart, and try not to fail too hard. Oh, and see you next Tuesday, failures. Tiana, please, I got it. You're good. Do you even know what you're going to say? Do I know what I'm going to say? Do you have any kind of outline? No. This is just... No kind of script? Do I get the sides or... You can what do you, you can you can say whatever you want. <laughs> really what it is. Okay, cool. Can I swear? Yeah. Not that I will. If you do, you do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Try to. Mm-hmm. God, who knows what's going to come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. You're so excited. I'm not so excited. I'm ready to eat sushi. Let's, let's eat sushi and watch the fucking... Big fucking bachelor. It's called Paradise Island. You don't need to watch The Bachelor. You freaking live it every day. <laughs> I don't live it. I'm not watching a film in the middle of the island.